I've also eaten mushrooms literally picked from a tree in the wild. Are you? That's alive? why you're dead. One of them's called chicken of the woods, and it tastes like chicken. You're thinking it's of chicken of the weird. sea. That's tuna. That's true. Chicken of the trees. That's iguana. A lot of chickens out there, guys. They're the first bird. Is that like the first lady? The first bird? <laughs> Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a mellow blue Fearbulg. If you're unfamiliar, Fearbulgs are nature-loving half-giants, and this one is a lore bard who plays the warsht hub bass and fights and walks with his shepherd's crook. Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff, the changeling bard. Staff has a secret identity, and his party doesn't know about him being a changeling. So uh, his party thinks that he is Roger Stewart, the guitar player, who most recently admitted to everybody that he wasn't actually British, and that had just been an act. So hopefully, moving forward, we can all trust each other more. Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Soft Wind in the Trees, or Windy for short. Windy's a snow leopard tabaxi who's a rock and ukulele player and street performer who knows her way around a strange city. She's looking forward to making it big and then retiring to the appropriately temperate snowy mountains. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang defeated a black pudding and ran into the punk band Death Saves in Kaiser's mystical maze. After exploring more of the maze, they found the missing Abinker along with Kaiser trapped deep in the maze. Now they just have to make it out alive. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. All right, bass player. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Do I know what's happening down that hall? Like, I saw Wendy run up that way. Like... You also heard an old lady fall up there. Yeah. And you heard some hooting, and you never saw an owl bear come out of that hallway, even though you know there was one there. And, and you know that Wendy was real effed up, so you cast Healing Word on her after you heard the old lady scream and thump on the ground. But you can't hear death saves. And I don't mean the band. I mean... What happens to Brayton every time we play D&D? Yes. Only when we have combat. So that's the information you have to make okay. your decision. Um, how far am I from that hole? The, 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 not the tiny treasure hole, but the doorway. Probably like 10-ish feet. And Okay, so I'm going to run um, like 30 feet that way. Okay. And can I see them if I go 30 feet in? Are you using the disengage action before you do that? No. Well, okay, sure. Okay. And then I run 30 feet. Yeah, you can get up the hallway, like, 20 feet or whatever. Can I see a and lifeless body? How, how, yeah, my, how much I'm like doing? like 40 feet up the hallway, right? So okay. she's almost in the room that the owlbear lives in. Do I see an owlbear? No. Is Wendy alive? Wendy is standing basically where you are, actually. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? They just talk for 10 minutes or even just two seconds is enough, really. <laughs> I say, hey, man. And then I cast Healing Word as a bonus action because it reaches 60 feet on whatever that old lady's name is. Hot dog. Nine band-aids fly out of my fingies. Thank you. I like imagining that. I want somebody to draw fan art of that. That is the end of my turn. Okay. All right, Jessica. I'm going to get up and I'm going to move up the hallway towards my crew. How long's the hallway? It's like 40 feet up. Yeah, you're like 40 feet from them. I'm going to go 30 feet up the hallway, then I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Wendy, because I think that she's pretty hurt. Isn't that where you are? That's where you're standing, right? Uh, I think I'm 15 feet away from you. I'll cast Cure Wounds on myself as a first level spell. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit by the power of this spell. I'll cure your wounds and make you 
I heal myself for seven damage. Seven damage? Back down at two, baby. <laughs> That's my whole turn. Windy. I want to move over to Jessica, however many feet that is. Ten. And cast Cure Wounds on her as a first level spell. You got a grizzly cut there. It's laying your bone quite bare. But if you come over here, I'll cure all your wounds, don't you fear. I heal you for ten. Alright, sweet. Um I'm way full. How many were you missing? Nine. Okay. Alright, Fearbolg. I run back down the hallway towards the lobster man. The tool. Back Oh, back up the hallway. You can actually get to it and attack it because you disengaged and moved. You can move and take an action. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna run up two handed with this shepherd's crook. I'm gonna stick it in the crook. Crook in the crack. Alright. You see when you re-enter the room, that Knuckles is now on the other side of it and has his hammer, and Mein Kaiser is also on the other side of it and has his short sword again. And John Necrotic is again grappled by the Chul, and it's lifting him in the air. Wicked. And Sally Shitstain's still grappled by the other claw. 21. Does it hit? That hits. 8 damage. All right, the chul reaches its slurpy tentacles all over Sally Shitstein again, and then she falls paralyzed. It's not still holding on to her? It let her go? It's still holding on to her. And then everybody starts attacking it, so... Do you fall paralyzed, or you just go paralyzed? Well, uh, really, she's poisoned, and the poison gives her the paralyzed condition. Like, if you say so, because like, it's not the same as petrified, right, but... If you're paralyzed and your arms are sticking out from your body, do they stay sticking out or do they fall down to your sides? All right. What does the paralyzed condition say? Because it really what it means is like you can't move or take an action, right? Yeah. What page your condition's on? You, we should know this by now. Incapacitated, can't move or speak, fail strength and dexterity saves, enemy attacks have advantage, enemy attacks within five feet are critical hits. She is paralyzed. Oh, you should hook her with your crook and pull her to safety. Yeah. No, never mind. Just let her fucking... Wait, what does she play? The bass. Yeah, fuck her. Wait. (laughs) Yeah! No! No! My own kind! All right, then a bunch of these people attack it. Uh, Knuckles misses. A Binker misses. Mine and Kaiser misses. Uh, Johnny Necrotic tries to get out, but doesn't. Useless. Jessica. It's my turn. That's true. How's Wendy looking? She looks pretty cool. Alright, then I'm gonna move up the hallway back towards the chul with my dagger out. Is there a spot to get in there to stab it? Yeah, this thing's pretty big. Can I get there with my third? Oh, I guess, feet? wait, how many people are surrounding this thing? Knuckles, Abinker, Mining Kaiser, and this Fearbolg. Not to mention the spots where, like, Sally Shitstein and Johnny Necrotic are. That's six, dude. Uh, I don't, you might be crowded out of fighting this thing. I throw my dagger at it. Armor class 14. That misses. Okay. Your dagger bounces off of its tough hide, or exoskeleton, or whatever it has. That's my whole turn. Windy. I move 30 feet towards the chul and shoot it with my crossbow. Okay. 11. Your crossbow bolt bounces off of its tough outer armor. Um, can I hand my dagger to Jessica? Yeah. Okay, I hand my dagger to Jessica. Oh, thanks, sweetie. What do we say about calling me sweetie? Thanks, darling. Worse. Maybe not. I don't know. I actually wouldn't mind dearie, but that's very English. Don't be such a sourpuss. Ooh. Claws out. Because you're a cat. Mm-hmm. All right, bass player. Oh, man. I keep crooking in the crack? Or should yep. I try to do a spell? No, crook it. Oh. Crook it up. Crook it in the crack. Right in the crack. Crook it, crack. Crook, crack, crack. Crack that shell. I should have gone with the spell. Seven. All right. You miss. That is the end of my turn. The chul throws Sally Shitstain on the ground, and it swings its claw at the bass player. Wait, it just had the bass Which player. Which one, though? The big bass player. But it misses. But then it takes its tentacles, and it rubs them all over Johnny Necrotic. And he stops moving. Maybe he's just trying to fake it out. And then Knuckles attacks it. And then 
Mining Kaiser attacks it. Ooh. And then a Binker attacks it. But he throws his short sword underneath it. Ugh. I don't think Binker is a fighter. What happened when Mine and Kaiser attacked? Uh, Mine and Kaiser hit it. Jessica. All right. So now is there an opening? Because didn't it throw somebody? It threw Sally Shitstein. So boom. Opening. Sure, go ahead. In their band. Yeah. I'm not playing the fucking bass. Yeah, you're not cool enough to play the bass. <laughs> I step in with my dagger. Snicker snack. Armor class 11. That's a miss. Right, that's uh, that's what I do this turn. Then Mine and Kaiser goes, see, this thing's basically invincible. Yeah, man, it's really tough. I'm just a retired English school teacher. Common. Oh, Inganalian. I'm just a retired Inganalian school teacher. That's confusing, right? Yeah, because it sounds like you your school only teaches Inganalian. I'm just a retired secondary school Inganalian teacher. This is, is that less confusing? Language, no. language teacher. I-L-A. I'm just... A, a secondary school writing teacher who has had an extremely successful career in writing after I retired and my husband died. That's a lot of detail. And I go by JB. It's weird that you just keep giving us this monologue while we're in battle. Man. Wendy. Um, how far away am I? Uh, like 10 feet. I want to cast Dissonant Whispers on the Chole. Okay. I am rubber, you are glue. Everything you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Seven damage. What's the save? Wisdom save of 13. The chul runs over top of Knuckles, pushing him to the ground toward... Attack of opportunity? Uh, no, opportunity attacks. Do I get one, though? Only if you're engaged with it in melee and holding a weapon. So one of your friends, whose name is a Banker... Boom! Critical hit! What just happened? Brayton rolled a 20? It was by accident. In combat? <laughs> Welcome to season four, guys, where Brayton rolls criticals in combat. Just wait, I've he done has it a before. chance to roll two ones right now, so three what? and a... Wow. Is that two? That's adequately average roll at 2d4. I got a five. Yeah, but it's really a lot for you, so we're impressed. Ten damage, because don't forget the two I got from my fighting prowess. Oh, yeah. We believe you. What do you mean you believe me? It's in the number. <laughs> Mine and Kaiser swings his sword at it. Let's see. Who else is you're engaged in combat with? Oh, it? I am. Would you like an opportunity attack as Indeed. your reaction? Indeed. Crickety crack, stickety stab, right inside those creases. Nine. The nine misses. Knuckles, probably because he was being shoved over, missed. I have a question. Does the tool drop Johnny Necrotic? And- no. It charges down the other hallway with Johnny Necrotic. Wait, which one? Not toward the owlbear. Now, it is the Fearbolg's turn. It is 30 feet away. Okay, I'm going to run up after it. Okay. And give it a crickety crack in the sticky stacks. Okay. Holy crap. Natural 20, baby. That's a hit. 14 damage. You got it good in that crack. Is he crooking? Starting to crook a little bit. (laughs) A little wonky-sided? Yeah, he's having a little bit of trouble. Does anybody have boiling water? I think we should throw some boiling water at this lobster monster. Starts turning red. He's so embarrassed. The one in the book's kind of greenish. Yeah, but our lobsters are kind of green before you boil them. They look real weird. That's gross. They're sea bugs. If you eat lobsters, you're a bad person. Wow. Not because I care about lobsters, but because they're so gross. It's like eating mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms are delicious, and so is lobster. No, mushrooms are all poisonous. No, they're not. Wait, they're fine. Is that something you really believe, Nora? Yeah, I love mushrooms. Wow. It's two against two. I've been in rooms where I was the only right one before. The chul turns around and swings its claw at the fear bulg. And hits an armor class of 19. 18. Nah, that hits. You take nine damage. Yow. And you are now grappled. Now you got them where you want them. It throws Johnny Necrotic on the ground. And it rubs all of its tongues all over you. All over me? Yeah. Roll a constitution save. Is it so that I don't vomit? Because it's disgusting. 11. You are paralyzed. But Sally Shitstain stands up and goes, 
Ugh, jeez. Knuckles runs down the hallway, swings his hammer at the jewel, and misses. I guess, so a binker goes and grabs his sword, and I guess mine and Kaiser would run down the hallway. But he's screaming, don't kill it! Which is why he rolled so poorly. Don't look at my dice. These are my personal dice. I only look when it's that guy. I want to know how bad it is. All right, Jessica. I want to ask Vine and Kaiser, what do you propose to do if we don't kill it? It's going to be my star attraction in the maze. How do we get the stuff and get out of here without killing it? What stuff? A banker's whole delivery. Oh, it's like outside. (laughs) Okay. Who's still paralyzed? Giant Necrotic. But he's down the hallway. Oh, you're paralyzed? Yeah. I'm going to run up the hallway towards the owlbear. Well, really towards the tool. Okay. Did it move more than 30 feet? No, it moved exactly 30 feet. I get there, and guess what I do to it? With my dagger, which is actually Wendy's dagger. You softly caress it with the steel. No, I stab it. <laughs> no, you don't. Is that a one? It was a four. Nine armor class. That's a miss. This thing's too fast. It slips past all my dagger strikes. Wendy. I move up 30 feet, and I slash at it with my short sword. Okay. 20. That's a hit. Seven damage. Wendy hits it with a sword. Uh, you don't get an action on your turn, but at the end of your turn, you're allowed to roll a save. Oh, and I can use my inspiration on that if I want? Yeah. Didn't help much. What'd you get? Fifteen. All right, you made it. Thanks, Wendy. You're you are welcome. unparalyzed. Sick. Now, um, is that the end of my turn, or am I yep, not? Yep, that's the end of your turn. Okay. The chul swings its claw at Wendy. Does a 12 hit you? No. And it's other claw at the fear Wait, bowl. I'm in that other claw. Aren't I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He says he's I'm grappled. just not paralyzed. All right. Well, then it doesn't swing its claw at the fear bowl. It just slimes its tentacles all over you. Make it a constitution save. Eight. You're paralyzed. Are you taking damage when that happens or no? Uh, he doesn't say that I am, so no, I guess. Then Knuckles hits it with his hammer. See. Binker's still up in the room. Mine and ran down. Sally Shitstain's in the room. Johnny Necrotic's there. He got up last turn, didn't he? Sure. Johnny Necrotic swings his sword at it. And he misses. JB. I'm going to stab it with his dagger. The dagger of the Windy Peaks. This dagger sucks. Hey, at least it's not acid damaged. 11 armor class. That's a miss. And then I say, hang in there, the bass player. We'll get you out. Wendy. I slash at it with my short sword. 17 armor class. That's a hit. Three damage. Okay. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Halfway. Fear bulg. I lay in the claw lifeless. All right. Do you want to roll a constitution save at the end of your turn? Are my eyes open? Yeah. Can I see what's going on? Yeah. You're just like uh, unable to move. Okay. From the poison going through your 20. veins. I rolled a 20. Do I get out? Yeah, you're unparalyzed. Bummer, man. Then the chul swings its claw. Windy. 22 armor class. That's a hit. 11 damage. And you're grappled. What? And then it slimes its slimy tentacles all over you. Make a constitution save. Uh, I'm going to use my... No, I'm not. 17. You resist the poison that is all over your body and in your eyeballs and stuff. Which are different Ew. from your body. Ugh. You have to, like, lick yourself clean It's later? all over my fur, like, guys. How do you deal with that? Oh, that's all. You're never coming clean. That's gross. You're fucked. You got band-aids stuck in your fur. <laughs> we gotta throw you in a lake. First in a lake of oil, and then in a lake of Zobi water. Don't like water. I'm just gonna shave it all off. You went to a sleepover with some bully girls, and now you have lollipops (laughs) stuck to you. Then Johnny Necrotic swings his short sword at it. Well, he throws his short sword down the hallway back into the room that you were originally fighting this thing in. And I'm like, man, that's not a thrown weapon. Then Knuckles swings his war hammer at it. But he misses. What a fiasco. (laughs) Then Mine and Kaiser goes, stop, don't kill it! Jessica. Are there any swords on the ground near me? Yeah. What kinds? <laughs> Short swords. <laughs> Can I pick one of those up? Yeah. I'll leave the dagger on the ground. And then I attack it with this short sword. That's a finesse weapon, right? Yeah, it's a finesse weapon. Nine armor class. That's a miss. Johnny Necrotic's like, give me my sword back. I toss him his sword. 
Wendy. I slash at it with my short sword. Can right. I do that if I'm yeah. grappled? Yeah. You can only use uh, light weapons or whatever. 19 armor class. That's a hit. Eight damage. You stick your short sword up in its mouth and chop a bunch of its little tentacle tongues off. Smart. And now you have a poison sword. It reels from the pain. Its head shoots back, and then its body falls loosely on the floor. And I yell, this is what you get for licking a cat without permission. Minakaiser's like, stop, don't kill it yet. Just leave it alone. I'll fix it. It's fine. Is it dead? Yeah. Oh, we're waiting for you to tell us if there's somebody else's turn or if combat's over. Yeah, um, Johnny Necrotic and uh, Knuckles are like, um, okay, I guess. I, I try to pry myself out of his claw. I'll help. Oh, yeah, it's easy now that it's unconscious. Okay, I get out. I go to help, but he's already out by the time I get there. I try and shake off all the goo covering me. Yeah, it's really slimy and awful. I do, like, one of those things where, like, you, like, shake your whole body. Ew, does it, like, get on all of us? I go in the corner. Like, I go away from you guys first. It's considerate of you. Yeah. Is a Binker in this room, or did he go the other way? He's still out in the trapezoid room. So you're in the hallway still. I want to go back to where Binker is. All right, you walk back into the trapezoid room. I want to go back there, too. Same. And I say, Mr. Binker. Oh, how's it going? I think it's about time you and I had a chat. About what? I think we both know what really happened here. What really happened here? You were supposed to deliver your shipment. And then at the last minute, you got sidetracked, stuck in this cave with mine and Kaiser. It's hard to call it sidetracked. It's easier to call it trapped Fearing for my life. I feel like we've all had quite enough adventure for one day. I say we all go back to town with your shipment and make sure it gets to everybody who's been waiting for it. Sounds like a plan. I get my my crew who don't like me. Uh, so, Jessica, how did you like your tour of town? Did you have a fun adventure? Oh, I think I've had quite enough vacation for this year. Uh, it's time for a season break. Mm-hmm. A bigger goes to... Uh, Minakaiser is like, so you got this from here? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it back in that room and stuff. Minakaiser like goes over to this wall and he uh, pushes this secret lever that nobody saw. And this door opens up. And he's like, this will get you back without having to like, fight through monsters and stuff. Nice. Minakaiser, can you do us a favor? What's that? Don't show this to Death Saves for 10 minutes. Death Saves is standing there. I don't make eye contact. But you say that? And then I run down the hall. <laughs> We have to get to those things first, right? I don't know. We all fought together, so kind of... Deals off when they left us to die with the owlbear. That was kind of a dick move. Not gonna lie. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, well, I'm just gonna keep trying to kill this monster instead of healing them, because we'll see. So you follow that corridor, and it comes back out through the secret door into the gift shop. All right. Which way to your cart, Ibinker? Oh, it's outside in, like, the garage door next to it. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's a good thing Minakaiser gave me this key. For God, before we left. Is he still back in there? Dealing yeah, Minakazer's dealing with the uh, chul. Oh, I holler down the hall. I'm like, hey, man, I uh, took some postcards, but I left you some money. And Binker's like, he probably can't hear you. I bet he doesn't give a shit. And I'm like, that's good enough. All I right. did I did my duty. All right, you go outside. He opens up the padlock on that those barn doors. He opens it up, and there's a horse-drawn cart. He's like, all right, I'm only a uh, day and a half late on my deliveries here. You're telling me that if one of us had had knock, we could have just like bypassed the whole maze adventure? Well, what level's knock? Second. Well, well. <laughs> you don't mind if I ride up on the wagon with you? Uh, no, that's cool if it's one person. And you look pretty feeble, so. Understatement of the year, man. What a gentleman. Hey, uh, Jessica, can I have my dagger back? I'm sorry, dearie. I accidentally left it in the room back there. Uh, roll, I the think. Deception? I did. I, I didn't pick it up off the ground. We can go back and get it. Okay. We'll go back in and get it. I can get you a new one in town. Fine. That's fine. All right. And then Death Saves sees Khan. I'm like, oh, hey. Khan's like, waves at them. They jump on their horses. Two of them jump on their horses. And they all start heading to town. And a binker rides off down that weird path. Not the path that heads toward the town, but the path that heads toward the road to go to town. That fits a cart on it. Oh, first he hooks up that other trailer to his... The cage? Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, that troll was pretty dangerous. I thought for sure 
mine and Kaiser and I could handle that thing. Yeah, I think you better talk to him about keeping that in the maze. Seems a little dangerous for tourists. Yeah, I think it's probably stuck in the maze now. You should have put rubber bands around its claws. That's what we do up in Cabot's cave. What? That's where I'm from, which I don't think I brought up yet. You're from a cave? It's just the town. That's what the town's called. It's a coastal town that has a cave near it. Should be called Cabot's Cove. Nope. We're definitely not using that term. Hey there, BMT groupies. Nora here. Hope you're all staying safe out there in this germy modern world we're all living in. Sorry to interrupt the action, but I'm here to ask you just a few questions. Do you like mail? Especially in this time when you can't see people in person? Do you like Bardic Mystery Tour? I really hope so, if you're uh, listening to this. Do you like our album designs by Emily? If so, I've got some good news for you. You can sign up for our Patreon, help support your local podcast, and receive some Emily-designed sweet postcards in the mail. Double win! As someone that's received those postcards in the mail for a while myself, I can tell you they look great on any fridge. Regular fridge, the ones with the freezers on the bottom, double-door fridges, mini-fridge, any fridge. Anyhow, I'm real psyched to be a reoccurring character this season, and I hope you're not missing that smelly half-orc too much. If you get a chance, check us out on your social media of choice and hit that like button to help spread the word to all those unfortunate souls that just haven't gotten to listen to Bardic Mystery Tour yet. Thanks for listening, and back to the action. So what, you guys head back to town? Yeah, I want to go to the weapons shop and make Jessica buy me a dagger. Yeah. Yes, hello. My name's Jessica Arbalest, and I hold my hand out to shake. Are you talking to a banker? Whose shop are we at? Well, you're on the cart with a banker. Sure. I don't think we were introduced yet. Yo, I'm a banker. You don't happen to have any daggers, do you? Nope. Sorry, Wendy. No, we want to go to a weapon store in town. Do you guys are going to town? Yeah, All absolutely. Right. We definitely have to... Listen, whatever you say, I'll do, because I don't want to out myself, but we have to deliver these <laughs> matrices so that we can win over death saves. Okay. All right. So you two walk back to town, right? Yes. yes. All right. You're in town for like... Not very long at all when the cart shows up with the banker and Jessica. All the shop owners cheer. Yay! The banker's here finally. And they're like, a banker, where have you been? And he's like, I got a little sidetracked. And like, we need our stuff to sell because we want to make money. So both those forest gnomes were stuck in the little treasure room for a day and a half. Yeah. That probably didn't smell too good. Well, they didn't want to die to a chool. Yeah, gnomes are known Was there for treasure taking there? dumps. Only if you pay for the uh, guaranteed treasure at the end of the uh, trip. It's a package. And then... Do we go to the record place? Moda Likens. If you want to. That's where we should go first. You go to Moda Likens? Yeah. All right. He's like, oh, I heard that... Uh, I heard you guys found all the matrices. Yeah, sure man. Death Saves even stopped in, and they said that you saved them, so they don't even want credit for it, and they think you should have it. Sweet. Sick. All right, you want to lay down a song in the recording room? We definitely want to, but we're missing one of our bandmates. Yeah, and our instruments. Okay, well, you want to go get your instruments and then come back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you guys want, I'll just tell staff... Nope. If you guys want, I'll just tell Raj... What was that you were saying? ...to come up here if you guys want to start getting set up. Yeah, we're going to go back. I've had quite a bit of adventure. Jessica, first we're going to go to the weaponsmith... And you're going to buy me a new dagger. Okay. So, big guy, if you want to start getting set up and then. Yeah, we'll I'm going to come with you guys. Okay. So, all right, let's cool. go look at some weapons. Is there a weapon shop in town? Uh, there's not like a dedicated weapon shop, but there's like a blacksmith that sells a limited supply of certain simple weapons. All right, we go there. Like daggers. We walk in. There's a forest gnome behind the counter wearing a blacksmith's apron. I offer my hand and I say, hello. He's like, oh, God, a hand. My name's Jessica. Oh, that kind of offer hand. And we're interested in purchasing a couple of your best daggers. Okay. I got this silver dagger for 20 gold. Do you have any matching daggers? Yeah, I got these two matching daggers you can buy for 35 gold. Do they look good? Yeah. What do you think about these two, Wendy? Then we can have best friend daggers for the rest of our lives. But I'm never going to see you again, probably. <laughs> Such a nice memento for a great adventure. We'll sure. take them. Sure, let's get matching daggers. I'll take that uh, silver dagger. How much were they? 
35 for the two matching daggers and uh, 20 for the silver dagger. Mr. Blacksmith, sir, do you have any rapiers? Or can you repair my rapier? It was damaged by acid. Sure. How much? I can probably repair that for 15 gold. I'll need till like tomorrow. All right. Here you go. All right. I handed my rapier. Cool. Uh, I'm going to make a show of looking at my watch and then be like, oh, I got, I got to go to catch the train. Here's your dagger, sweetie. And we'll see you next time. Have great luck recording. Thanks, Jessica. We'll tell Raj you said hi. Okay. Hopefully he's feeling better. And then I rush out. I the follow. Door and I go towards the inn. And I watch where this woman is going. She heads toward the inn. I follow. Okay, can, do I know? Well, I, I guess I just see you because you're not sneaking. Yeah. I turn back and I go up to you. I'm, I'm sorry. Is there something else that you needed from me? Oh, yeah, man. I'm just going back to get my stuff for the show. Oh, okay. Well, I think that the train is... Do I have any idea where the train station is in this town? I don't think there's a train in this country. <laughs> Dang it. Um, is there like a bus station? Stagecoach. I don't know, man. It's a pretty small town. You probably just like head on down the road, man. All right. I'll just go back to the inn. I'll say, okay. And then once we get to the inn, I'll stop and talk to the inn keep. Okay. And I'm going to take my time and I'm going to basically say, hey, Tolgatha, who do I need to talk to to order a stagecoach? Because it's time for me to move on down the road. Uh, probably closest we got to that's a banker. He goes from town to town. He might be able to take you somewhere. All right, and then I just make small pleasantries waiting for the big guy to go upstairs to the room. To go up to get your base? Oh, yeah. So I went, like, up the stairs, and then uh, Fearbulgs have this thing where they can disguise themselves as someone else. So I go up the stairs and I disguise myself as a forest gnome with overalls and like the, exactly like that farmer one we saw on our way in. Bimbledello. Yeah. And I come back down the stairs. Okay. And I watch. So as soon as you go upstairs, I say thank you and I go out back. So my plan is to, once you're out of sight... Try to sneak around the building and climb up into the window before before you can get through the door that I had locked. So, and I don't know what Wendy's doing. I'm going frog hunting. Okay. Got my new dagger. Gotta try it out. Yeah. So you're gonna wander off into the woods. Yeah, I'm only gonna do it for like I don't know twenty minutes, and then I'll come back to the inn and, and get my ukulele, and then return your dagger if it doesn't work well enough. Took it on a test run. Yeah, you're like this thing's substandard. It's covered in frog guts. All right, so you come back down, and there's nobody there, just Talgatha. Okay, I go back upstairs to the room. Okay. All right, I sneak around the building to where our window, the window that I said that Raj was sick in. Okay. Which is not the the other, like, it's conjoined. So it's the same side of the building, I bet. I never said they were conjoined. You said they were conjoined. Yeah, with a half a Dutch door. Okay. They're not conjoined, you say? No. All right, is there anybody that can see me? No. All right, I'm going to sneakily climb up and in the window. Okay, roll an athletics check. Three. Uh, You don't seem to be able to get a good grip on the wall. To climb. Do you think it takes him longer to fail at climbing a window or me to climb up a set of stairs and open a door with a key? Similar amounts of time. So he's still failing outside? Yeah. And I'm inside? Yeah. And he's, there's no, my friend isn't here? No, there's no one in your room. All right. Well, I don't think I can climb up, right? Because I tried and I failed. So now my new plan is to disguise myself as somebody else who works for the tavern so that i have a reason to go into the room where all my stuff is that i need so now i need to find a way to change my clothes so i need to slink over to the tailor this seems overly complicated uh-huh hey I, it's not my fault it kind of is so do I, you want me to roll a stealth check over to the tailor sure 24 all right you go to the tailor shop 
Uh, I'm going to start knocking on the door next door and make sure that my friend is okay because he was acting really weird earlier, but I don't think that he was being forthright. Okay. So I start knocking on the door. And you want to tell him like about the whole adventure that he just missed. Yeah. Does he answer? No. Okay. Does my key work on both doors? No. All right. Go to Tim Tello's tailor shop. Hello, Master Tello. Oh, how's it going? You can see that my clothes are in need of some replacement. Yeah, they look pretty beat up. Well, I think it's time for me to get some some regular old traveling clothes and get on down the road. Okay. This is a fine town that you have. Oh, thanks. I made it myself. I got a lot of research done for my book. Um, and then I want to try to I want to select clothes that Raj would wear. Okay. <laughs> Go into the changing room. I don't know if he has a changing room in the tailor shop. In the tailor shop? They don't have a fitting room or a changing room? Oh, they kind of like fix clothes. And sell clothes. Have you ever been to a tailor? Yeah, they all have <laughs> changing rooms. All right, he has a changing room. Because you're like, put this on, then come out, and then they measure you. And then they're like, all right, go back in the privacy and take it off and put on your regular pants. Because we don't want your dong out in front of everybody. All right, to go in the changing room. All right, then I change into... Raj's clothes and Raj's body. Okay. And I leave those clothes in there. Okay. And then I come out. You know what? I guess I won't change into Raj's body. And I'll just come out and I'll say, can you dispose of these, Mr. Tim? Sure. And then how much for this? How much do clothes cost? Five gold. All right. And I tip him an extra gold and ask for his discretion. Um. Okay. Which is probably seems weird, but whatever. And then, as I walk out the door, um, as long as there's not somebody coming in, I change into Raj as I walk through the door. Okay. And then, I just meander around town until the fear bulk sees me. And then, I do a bad job acting like I had been pretending to be sick, and I was just trying to get out of work. That's my plan. Has it been 20 minutes yet? No. Dang it. So when he doesn't answer, what do you do? Um, there's like no answer at all. No. I'm gonna go back down to the bar. I'm like, hey man, uh, do you know my friend who's like got that real curly hair that came in with me and my friend who's like a yeah a boxy yeah yeah Raj yeah Raj all right all right cool have you seen him? Uh, it's been a while. I mean, he was here earlier today. Like when? You know? Uh, I don't know. Did you see him leave? Um, not that I remember, but like, you know, I've had a bunch of customers in having drinks. Some you, I go to, you know, I had a pretty busy lunch. Okay. He's just not answering his room and he said he was sick earlier and I yeah, don't know. Yeah, you want me to tell went. him something if I see him? I mean, yeah, just tell him that we're looking for him. Okay. And we have to record a song together, you know? Sure. Cool. Thanks. Okay. I go back upstairs to the room and I hang out in the room. But, like, waiting so I can see out the door. Because, like, I want to see when my friends show up. Okay. And apparently, we have two different rooms. Yeah, you do. Also, I'm like, where did Wendy's stuff all go? Oh, wait, I was alone? No, I'm yeah. like, why is Wendy's shit all in here? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This doesn't make any fucking sense. When did that happen? So I sit there waiting with the door open. Because I'm like, Wendy needs to know that her shit's in here. That's fucking weird. All right. Wendy, you frog hunt for 20 minutes. Can I roll for how many frogs I catch? Zero. Can I use my bardic inspiration? You catch two frogs. Yes. All right, I won't return the dagger. You were going to return my present? If it was defective. Yeah. How does a dagger help you hunt frogs? You stab them with it. Did you kill the frogs? No. Did you release them? Yeah. Then how did the dagger help if you didn't kill them? Don't worry about it. Haven't you ever been frog hunting before, Emily? You hold the dagger in front of you and you walk backwards. You look into the blade, into the reflection to see the frogs. Because frogs run from your face. But if you use the reflection, they don't run. Is this a real thing? No. What are you, like, what are you talking about? All right. I'm, uh, I'm going to go back into town. Okay. And I want to head towards the inn. All right. You see Roger walking around. Hey, Raj. I look up and then I slouch suddenly. And I go, oh, oh, hey, Wendy. Hey, you all right there, buddy? Yeah, I'm feeling a little better. I'm trying to walk it off. Well, you missed a big adventure. We met your aunt. Aunt Jessica. Yeah, but she left our, She left town. I think you missed her entirely. Oh, I bought her that skunk purse. Oh, well, you're going to have to mail it to her. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's not that hard to mail something to Cabot Cave. Maybe you should send her a postcard, too. 
Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's go to a gift shop. Do you want to go now? Well, uh, big guy picks him up at the maze. Oh, you guys but, got into the maze? Yeah. I do you see like I'm covered in goo? I I need to go take a shower. Alright. Well let's go back to the inn and then we can get out of this town. Well, we we got our recording spot. Oh, we, record. you did get it? Yeah. Awesome. No help from you, I mutter. You're going to roll like a bluff check or something? Do you want to roll a sense motive or a, what's it called? Insight? Sure. 20. 13. Okay. Yes. I love dealing with Wendy. Wendy and I are boys. All right. So we go back to the nice. inn. Okay. And I take a shower. Uh, When you go in, Togatha goes, oh, hey, Rog, uh, that fear bulb you're traveling with said that... uh. He was looking for you. Said uh, something about recording a song. Oh, cool. Thanks. And then I lean in close and I go, hey, do you have any uh, anything that's kind of like a medicine for the stomach? Yeah, vodka? Yeah, yeah. Put some in a cup for me. All right. She pours you a cup of vodka. And then I slowly get into character like I'm sick feeling. And I like hobble up the stairs holding my vodka medicine. Oh, I think I'm ahead of him Okay, going up the stairs. I go into the, our room. Wait, which which room do you try to go into? Raj in my okay. room. And then I notice that all my stuff isn't there. Is my door... Yeah, you walk past, first? yeah. Oh, okay. So I would see you, and I'm like, hey, Wendy. Oh, hey, big guy. Hey, all your stuff's in here. Do you, did you move it? No. That's like brownies or something. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why someone would move your stuff. Is that like a really weird prank? Well, I found Raj. He was uh, outside in the square. But he he looks like he's still not feeling super great. He should be right behind me. Okay. I take my stuff and I go into our room. Okay. Do you go upstairs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm just like hamming it up about how I'm sick. Okay. And I just start walking straight to my room to wait. Do you want to say anything to him? I'm like, hey, Raj. Huh? Oh. Oh, hey, big guy. Do I believe his garbage? I don't know. Roll a bluff check and an insight check. Thirteen. Nine. Yeah, dude, he looks sick. All right. That sucks, dude. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to pass soon. The bartender gave me this medicine downstairs, but I think it's just vodka. I don't, I don't I know if that's going to help man. at all. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, Wendy said that we're supposed to record. Yeah, like, how much time do you need? I'm going to just, I'm going to troop through it. You know, music's got to come first Yeah, when you're in a rock band. I agree. Totally. Uh, well, I guess yeah. let's get our stuff, and I guess Wendy's going to take a bath, and we can get set up and get going. Do you, like, complain the whole time that you take a bath? No, she just licks herself. In this instance, I will actually get in the water to wash it off, but <laughs> I'm going to be mad about it the whole time. And then I grab my ukulele. Oh, then I say to the big guy, oh, hey, I hope you don't mind. I just... I thought that I just needed more space, and I didn't want to get in you guys' way, so I moved, I pushed Wendy's stuff in here real quick. Oh, okay. So, like, you don't want to sleep in the same room as me? I just didn't want you to get sick from me. Oh, okay. All right, let's go st- stand in a small room and sing songs together. We go to... Monolikens. Monolikens. Magical, Magical Music Matrices. That one. He's like, you guys ready to record? Hell yeah, man. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Heck yeah. You lay down a sick song.
and he gives you a copy of it on a matrix. What's a matrix? I don't know. It's a little crystalline shaped thing. And he has his uh, headset. He can like open up the side of it and put one in and close it. And then he can listen to it. Hey, do you have any more of those headsets? Uh, nope. So we can't listen to this? Is there a button we can press on this to play it? No. I'm sure glad we didn't pay money for this. Uh. All right. Well, I say we get on down to the next town and play a real show. I I think that's great. I'm going to pick up my rapier before we leave town. Okay. I mean, we go back to the end for the night, I think, right? Okay. Then in the night? Yeah. And then oh. heading out in the morning? I guess I should send a message to my family. Oh, yeah. You want to send those postcards? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll send postcards, too, but. Like, uh, what's that guy's name that's our buddy back in Town Town, where we came from, in Audot? Dornick. Yeah. Dornick Half-Dragon. I remember I need to send him a postcard, so I send a bunch of postcards. Hey, do you think he has a player for a Matrix? <laughs> Maybe. I'll put a message out to him on, on that postcard and see. Okay. Uh, and then a banker's like, yeah, I can deliver those postcards if you want. Nice. Nice. Cool. Thanks. I want to write a postcard to my quote-unquote aunt, Jessica. But I'm really going to address it to my parents, and I'm going to cast the spell Illusory Script, which means that nobody can see it except for the person that you designate to read it, or anybody with true sight. Ooh. So you can read! I couldn't care! Keep your eyes on your own paper! If you don't, I don't give a shit! I'm going to tell them the backstory and tell them in case I need them to cover for me. And we're going to send it out in the same lot of postcards. On a postcard, you're going to write the whole backstory on one postcard? I'm worried that it won't all fit, so maybe I need to put it on a piece of paper and put it in an envelope. Okay. I'm starting to worry that I'm going to have to do more elaborate cover stories. I tell everyone a bedtime story about all the frogs I killed. Are there little creatures around? Are there little critters? Is there a bird? Do I see any birds? There's definitely frogs in the woods. Yeah, you can find a bird. You might have to like go on like a 20-minute hike in the woods to find a bird, but you can do it. How far do you think we are from home, my home? 50 miles? Less than that. Okay. So then if I find a bird, we're good. So I go off to find a bird in the woods a little bit before bed. Okay, you find a bird. And I cast Animal Messenger on it. Hey fam, we got roped into an adventure to find the Bakersfield delivery person. Found him and recorded a matrix. Love you, miss you. And then they get to hear my voice from the bird. It's the Bard Mystery Tour. There's only one thing we implore. Tell all your friends and they'll tell more. Warn your sheriff This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Also, we didn't really save the town. We just saved those two dudes that were stuck in the maze. No, the whole town was missing all their stuff. That's true. I guess so. 
How you can make coffins without nails? Um, with Blue. very uh, carefully crafted wood joints. How are you going to sell furs without furs? You stop selling furs and sell frog skins instead. Oh, do you just wear like gross frog leather? No, but it's an up and coming industry. Let me tell you. 